I can't believe you stopped watching the video. I was listening to you watch the video. I was hoping you were just going to run the video more, and I was just going to turn your pot up, and it was going to be you watching the drain addict guy. Am I kidding about that or what? So I, the reason I quit watching it is because it kept on um, going to another video. Well, was I kidding about the fact that he's in a parking lot and he's cleaning out drains? Did you see that? Yes, I did. Okay. And how, let me take a look at that. I think I got a video of story. We're talking about, <laughs> uh, hold on, let me find it. We're talking about this guy, his, his screen name on YouTube is Drain Addict, A-D-D-I-C-T. Okay. And what he does is he's a drain cleaner in London. And every time he cleans a drain, he puts up the video and he numbers it with each of the videos is just numbered like block drain 591. And this is video blocked drain 591. He's in a parking lot and there's these like this, these grates in the parking lot and the drains are not draining. So there's great big monstrous puddles. Some of them like look like maybe five, six inches deep of water in the parking lot. Okay. And he's cleaning the drains with this jet thing he's got in the back of his a van. And he's got these. these I've, have you seen the plastic animals yet? Have you seen the alligator? <laughs> you haven't seen that, have you? No. <laughs> this view, this video, once again, was put up three months ago. 1.8 million views. 1.8 million people have watched this guy in London clean drains in a parking lot and have at one point in time he catches a cockroach in the drain pit in this parking lot. He picks up the cockroach, puts it on the on the parking lot, and he has his his plastic alligator flight fight with the cockroach. <laughs> so he has his own entourage. Yes, and he puts them. They they watch him. That's what he does. He moves them around. He's like playing with these like plastic animals. And like one point in time, he's got these orange cones set up in the parking lot so people don't walk into the open drain pits because he's got the grate off of it. And he's he wanted the orange cones. He's got the plastic alligator. I can't remember what he's got. He's got a plastic alligator. Here, hold on a minute. Here, here. And um, here, hold on, here, here. He, he just cleaned out. I mean, this is now he's now he's getting the he's getting the pressure wand. He's getting the pressure wand out. Okay, and he's got his tools and a cooler. <laughs> I'm doing play-by-play of, of drain attic. And, yes, you are. And when he walks around, he has this weird song he sings. He's walking around. He goes do 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 do, or some weird stuff like that, and he's like playing with his his stupid like little toys, and her, he, he's going down to the drain pit. He's gonna climb down there. He's turning off the pressure, and oh no, he's gonna. It's just bizarre, and people 1.8 million people have watched this. Now, if you go to his channel, here I'm going to here. Here, I'm, let me stop that one. Okay, let me go to this one. Uh, let me go back to drain addict. Where'd it go? Okay, I'm going to do his, go and go to his page. Okay. Oh, get this. <laughs> There's a disclaimer on his on his on his YouTube page. Warning: graphic content. The five. <laughs> I don't believe this. Did somebody put this up? Oh, here we go. Warning: graphic content. The following images are content may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is strongly advised. A man and his rat. That's what it is. He has a plastic rat and a plastic alligator. Clear block drains together. If you stick around long enough, you might glimpse the rare double barrel in action. Ratty eating some corn or hear the elusive kookaburra laughing to himself. Maybe the guy's maybe the guy's in, in kookaburra. Maybe he's in maybe he's in Australia. He might I be was in Australia. Say that. He might be in Australia. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Australia. He's not England. It's, it's in Australia. <laughs> he's been on YouTube since 2011. 
combined, all his videos have 233 million views. 233 million views. Think about that for a minute. There was a time when if you had a combined view of 233 million views on YouTube, you would be the number one YouTuber. This guy is probably not even the top thousand. <laughs> and matter of fact, he's got he's got a swag shop. You can go and you can buy. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Here, let me see if it loads. You can. Oh, he's got. This what he's got. He's got a picture. It's a black T-shirt. Looks like a concert picture, and it's got his three plastic animals. It's an alligator. It's a rat. And it's some kind of a bird. And these are his three animals he takes with him all the time. And he talks to them, and they talk back. God, you know, this show could be so much better if we did stuff like that. Think about that. You and I could go out and tr clean drains in the morning and make, you know, first off, the plumbers make a ton of money. We could make, you know, clean drains in the morning, and we could double dip. We could we could triple dip. We could charge advertisers for being on the Shelly, the BS drain show, because we already got BS, because, hey, you got BS? Is your, your drain's clogged with BS? Let BS come and unclog your drains, right? So we could charge <laughs> for advertisers, and we could charge for, for, we'd have the quadruple play. We'd charge money for advertisers. We'd charge money for cleaning drains. We'd sell stuff on our swag store, and then we'd make money from YouTube. God, you and I could be rich. 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 The guy's making, the guy made Monday, but so far this week, it's only Thursday, and the guy's already made $5,000. How many people can say that? How many people can say, well, it's only Thursday, and I made $5,000 so far this week? Not me. Rich. God. I, if, you know, once again, kookaburra, uh, yeah, rat, alligator, and a bird. <laughs> Even the smartest woman in the world, I, saw, I sent her the thing too. She didn't believe me either. She thought I was BSing her. Would I BS either one of you? Would I ever BS you? Daily. <laughs> never. What are you talking about? I would never. Would never do that. Never, ever, of ever. Of course you would. No, I would never do that. See, okay. <laughs> when I said that, you didn't believe me, and I proved it. You watched the video, right? And it was exactly like I told you. The guy's in a parking lot, and he's cleaning out drains, right? Yes. And he, did you? You never saw. You never saw the alligator, or the rat, or the bird, did you? No, I did not. And at one point in time, the alligator falls down into the drain pit, and he's upset, and he climbs down to get it. <laughs> you don't believe me, do you? I'll have to finish reading it, <laughs> listening to, watching it, because it kept on going to the next video. Oh man. Oh man. I had I had I had tremendous response yesterday from my new thing called the White Castle Index. And essentially I've proven that White that St. Charles County is becoming much too affluent because we lost the White Castle in Lake St. Louis several years back. Now we've lost the White Castle there in Mid River Mall Drive across from St. Charles Community College. Which is an icon. Well, you know, pretty soon the one in ninety four, the one in Wentzville, Stop the one it. in St. Peter's all gone. Because we went through this yesterday. How many White Castles in Ladue? None. How many White Castles in Chesterfield? Zero. How many White Castles in Wildwood? None. How many White Castles in Clayton? None. How many White Castles in Brentwood? None. Okay, what does that tell you? That's the Highway 40 corridor where all the rich people live, right? Right along Highway 40. If there ain't no White Castles there, that means there's lots of money. So in St. Charles County, we're slowly becoming an affluent county, and pretty soon there will be no White Castles in St. In St. Charles County. They'll be gone. And people go, I remember back in the 80s, we had five white castles in St. Charles County. Yes, I could drive down 70 and get off at 94 and go south of 94 and eat at the white castle. 
I told you about the White Castle in 94. The last day I flew traffic last morning, it was me and we, there were three other helicopters, me and two other helicopters flying at the time. Alan Barklage was flying his ship, and then uh, Don Miller at Camwex was flying his ship. I invited everybody to breakfast at White Castle on the 94 right there at Prowley. And at the time, there was no, an inst- there was, I think there was an instant oil change in a car wash that was just being, being open field. We landed. I ran inside with my headset on. I ordered like three dozen White Castles. Gal made them for me. I went outside. Alan landed next to me. He had a bunch of passengers in his ship. I gave him like a couple dozen White Castles. I took more, but Don Miller was too snooty. He wouldn't land. And I also invited Augie Bush III. He didn't land either. I told you the Augie Bush III story, didn't I? Tell me again. Augie Bush III, when he was the head man at Anheuser-Busch, lives out in St. Charles County. I think he still does, off of uh, Highway C, north of Old Town, St. Peter's. You know what I'm talking about. And he flies back and forth between his house in St. Charles County and the helipad on top of the Anheuser-Busch headquarters in, in South City. And he would be talking to us when I first started flying traffic. Alan told me about this, and at first I didn't believe him. I was like Shelly. I was like, I was like Shelly, I don't believe that. I don't believe, I don't believe Mr. Bush is ever going to talk to me. He would see traffic jams, and he would get on this one frequency we had called Helicopter Unicom, where all the helicopter pilots would listen on this one frequency, and he would get on there, and he would say, hey, any of you helicopter, any of you traffic boys up this morning? And we'd go, yes, sir, Mr. Bush. And he says, there's a big jam on Eastbound 70 here from Cave Springs all the way through the bridge, because that's where you fly in. As a matter of fact, my old house... When he was going back and forth between work and his house in St. Peter's, or, you know, north of St. Peter's, I think he's Liz unincorporated area there, he would fly right over my house. And I would tell my oldest son, that's Augie Bush, because I knew what kind of ship he was flying. And my son goes, no, it's not. I go, yeah, that's Mr. Bush right there. That's Augie Bush, Augie Bush III. And I was right, and he would never believe me. I would tell my neighbors, that's Augie Bush. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's Augie Bush. He, matter of fact, where you live, he flew right over your house all the time, back and forth. So he, so I invited him. The neighbors that don't like you? Right. <laughs> I invited him to breakfast, and he politely declined. He did. He says, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so Because I heard that um, because he does so much good for the community, yeah. him and, and the four, and four, that they don't want anything in return. I mean, they're very specific about that. They really don't want anything in return. Well, when you're the Bushes, what can you have in return? You got everything. You know, you own the world. Well, that's true. (laughs) You you got more money than God, you know. I mean, number four lives in Huntley, which is like one of the top five zip codes in the country. You know what? That's so funny. That cracks me up. And I'm not trying to say I know the St. Louis area so well. If you say to somebody who's lived in St. Louis all their life and you say, hey, I'm going to Huntley. And they'll go like, where's that? Nobody knows where that is. It's in um, South City, isn't it? No, it's not in South City. Where is it? It's on Lindbergh. It's south of Frontenac. If you get off of Highway 40 and you go south on Highway 40, you're in Frontenac. You go right by Plastic Front and Back right there. And then you keep going south. And about, I don't know, three quarters of a mile south of Highway 40 on Lindbergh, is a sign that says Huntley. And it's population 302 or something like that. It is the richest per capita zip code in the country, no, not in the, not in the country. It's like top five or top ten, because everybody in there has got money. Matter of fact, I knew a guy who was married to the. She was he was married to the granddaughter. I think he was the grand the granddaughter of Augie number two. 
you know, August Bush Jr. And um, and I know I know somebody who lives there, who has a house. As a matter of fact, uh, her husband was an attorney, a very well well-to-do attorney. They got divorced. She got the house. She has crazy parties there all the time. I won't give her name away, but people know what I'm talking about. You know, parties in in Huntley, and it's crazy time there because it's super, super, super exclusive. And what's crazy about it is you go south in Lindbergh, and right north of Manchester, it turns into Kirkwood, and Lindbergh becomes Kirkwood Road instead of Lindbergh. And right next to the super, super duper rich house, the southernmost house in Huntley, there's a little subdivision with houses that are maybe like seven, eight hundred square feet at best. And I'm going like, wow, wonder what their comps are. You know, I mean, if you live in a neighborhood where you got huh, a right. you got a hundred square foot house, and the house next to you is not only next to you but it's in the next city over you know you're right on this on the city line and the house next to you is worth four million dollars what does that do your comp and you know what that's what's so screwed up about real estate comps there's a perfect example you can live next to a four million dollar mansion if you got an 800 square foot house your house is worth jack you know what i'm saying it ain't worth you know what i'm saying it ain't worth yes we know what you're saying (laughs) right it ain't worth that (laughs) i almost said it and and like this whole crazy thing with real estate comps and like they always tell you, you know, they say if you buy a house in the subdivision, always buy the cheapest house in the subdivision. You ever heard that before? No. Yeah, they tell you to buy the cheapest house in the subdivision because Why? your house will appreciate the most. Because some oh, sucker yeah, in that he subdivision. Has nowhere to go but up. Right. That some sucker in that subdivision bought the most expensive house and had all the fancy mill work done and had fancy schmancy this and fancy schmancy, you know, and he paid two hundred thousand dollars more for his house than your house. But when the comps come out, his comp is going to pull yours up. But your comp is going to pull his down because you live in like a $300,000 house and he lives in a $500,000 house. So when they do the comps, they're going to say, well, your next door neighbor's house is only worth $300,000 and your house cost you $500,000. So therefore, your, your value is $400,000. Well, I paid $500,000. doesn't make any difference what you paid for it. It's what we say it's worth. Yeah, the one thing I don't understand is the people who pay over asking price. Well... Once again, that's, usually that's a pretty good. That's like thing going on with cars. Fair We're, assessment of what the house is worth. Remember, we talked about that last week, that or week before. Was it GMT Motors out there in in uh, uh-huh. Bryan Road and and seventy? Yes. They had on their website a Ford Maverick pickup truck, which new cost twenty six thousand dollars. They have it on their on their website for forty four thousand dollars, forty four thousand dollars, and somebody will buy that stupid thing. Because of the fact that, you know, they'll go buy it. Oh, I want one of those new Mavericks because you can't, can't get one. If you go to the dealership, we talked about that the other day. Ford has a waiting line for the, the new Ford Maverick. It's a small pickup truck. And right now, if you sign up, they've, they've cut off the 2022 models. They've already said you will not be able to get a 2022 model. You will only be able to get a 2023 model, which won't be out till November. So if, you're on, if you get on the waiting list, you're not going to get a 2022. You're going to get a 2023. It's like the same thing with Corvettes. The Corvettes, there's a waiting line for those. You can't get one of the new C8s. It's just not to be had. And you go on eBay. Right now, I can go on eBay, and I can find probably half dozen brand-new Corvettes. Maybe they got two, 300 miles on them that are like $30,000, $40,000 over list price. And they're selling. People are buying them. Don't you wish you had that kind of money? You know, if, if, I, if I had that kind yeah. of money... You know what Is I that do? why that one dealer says we won't charge you more than list? Yes, because people are paying more than list price for their cars. It's just like if I had money, you know what I'd do? 
What? I drive into White Castle and I go, hey. You do what? I drive into White Castle and I go, hey, you know that number one, the meal with, I know it well, the meal with four hamburgers, French fries and a drink? Yeah. I'll give you 20 bucks for that meal. Well, sir, it's only $7.12 with change or with tax. Do you think I know the prices there? <laughs> it's only $7.12. But hey, I'm a rich guy. I'm going to pay you $20 for that White Castle meal. But sir, it's only $7.12. I don't care. I want to pay 20 bucks for that for that White Castle meal. But sir, we'll have to get, no, no, I don't want my change. Uh, you you t- keep the 20. I'm paying 20, bo- 20 bucks for four White Castles, a French fry, and a, and a soda because it makes me feel like I'm a rich dude because I'm paying three times what it's worth. You want, huh. to, you want to do that with me today? We'll drive through a White Castle. And, and, and... So speaking of cars, yeah. I have a doctor friend, yeah. and I saw him driving the other day, and it was a sexy little Jaguar. And I said, I said I saw your new ride, and I said, pretty, pretty sexy car. He goes, well, a guy does have to have a ride to work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like you are so funny. <laughs> he ain't driving no hoopty, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> 747.